Welcome to the Shoulder Strikes MMA Podcast. You are now listening to the Hot Take Hot Box. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Shoulder Strikes MMA Podcast here on a huge week for the for the MMA world and for us and everyone, man. It's uh, another big fight, a fight week. We kind of, I mean, when was the last time we had a big one? It was to the the back-to-backers, right? With uh, yep. Ma- Usman and Covington. You know, we talked about this. Was, uh, we're leading up to this, and here we are. We're on the Friday right before everyone's made weight. Uh, no real dropouts other than the Masvidal, which we were able to wrap our head around uh, weeks beforehand. But it is excellent to be back. Ty, I am always here with you. How are you feeling today? Feeling great. <clears throat> first pod, first episode of the podcast in my new spot. There you go. So I'm all settled in. Uh, everything's looking good. Go out in the balcony after this. Enjoy the view. Uh, we have a big ass, big, big, deep card tomorrow, which I've been waiting for. The boy, the Dustin, the Diamond gets his belt. Wow! I can't wait for that. There you go. There's an early uh, prediction right there. We're not even gonna. I know. You can't wait for that. <clears throat> we'll talk about it. Uh, I can wait for it. And um, <laughs> so we got. Uh, you know, we we were off a couple weeks. We had you know, Ty was moving. I couldn't fucking get any of the necessary equipment to work, and now. You know, listen to us. We're back better than ever. We're I think here. we sound good. So, you know, I got a little bit of an echo going on, I think. But that's just because I'm using this extremely expensive uh, Amazon mic. Uh, so <laughs> let's let's just get right into it. Rob Font and uh, Jose Aldo Jr. was on uh, Saturday this past week. It was a five-round, um, not exactly, I wouldn't say it was a super exciting fight, but it definitely was entertaining. Uh, Jose Aldo was able to just... Outwit, outvet, and out tough. Um, Rob Font, and I'll leave it to you for a little bit. I just want to hear what you have to say. I have tons of thoughts on this, but uh, what uh, what did you make of the fight? Were you able to catch the whole thing? And um, just your thoughts. Yeah, um, Aldo looked good, man. Um, you know, Font, Font's he's 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 definitely uh, he's definitely got some of the best hands, but uh, he gets hit a little too much. He doesn't take he a shot back. well either. That, that was, he can be uh, backed up. No, he, he he's tough. <clears throat> he's definitely tough. Like he'll eat a bunch of punches, but you know, big shots will definitely stop in his tracks, stop any momentum he has. Uh, he can kind of get bullied. And Jose Aldo is a bully. Um, how about Jose Aldo? Though? He's he's still here. He ain't going nowhere. He's had one of the I don't know, maybe if longest careers. He's definitely. It's, it seems like he's had one of the longest careers that's still. You know, he's still clinging on. Like, he is not dropping off, necessarily, compared to everybody else who goes through as many wars and as many years uh, as him. So, I'm really impressed, honestly, by by Junior Auto. When they put uh, the tail of the tape up before the main event, and it was like, I think they're one year separating them. Yeah, I couldn't. It's insane. I couldn't believe that, because you would view Rob Font as, like, the up-and-coming young, like, prospect. But Rob's, like, 34, yeah. I think. And, yeah. And one of them's yeah. 35. I think Jose, Jose was awesome, though. His... Boxing is very crisp. That one-two right down the pike was just Rob couldn't. As soon as he got hit with a straight right hand, he could. It just his legs would turn into like absolute rubber, and he wasn't yeah. able to do anything. Jose, I thought had a couple opportunities to finish the fight or at least go for it, and he took the you know the safe route, I guess you could say, by just kind of maintaining position, holding them on the ground, and just you know, doing what he had to do. It wasn't like, that's, I think that's probably the reason why I leave it saying wasn't necessarily like a huge, you know, barn burning, exciting fight, but Jose got it done. 
Uh, he was, you know, a lot, not a huge underdog, but not a lot of people gave him a huge chance to win the fight going. And it seemed to me from just like the the Twitter and uh, all the MMA, you know, fan accounts, they just seemed like it was Rob Font. Like, okay, it's the coronation of Rob Font. He's going to take care of business. But Jose shows, man, he's his grappling is a problem, and his just his control at 35. I mean, I know he was able to do it at 45, but like he's able to hold these littler guys down on the ground. He did the same thing to Cheeto, and he did the same thing to Rob Font this weekend. Now, I don't know if I necessarily want to see him fight for the title or, you know, I mean, him and TJ would be nice. That would be a cool fight, but uh, I just, I, I don't want to take anything away from him. Good for Jose. He, he looked awesome. The fight was fun and uh, good win. I would have picked him beforehand. That was my only probably pick I got right on Saturday because... Some just told me that it was going to go something like that where he was going to be able to – I just didn't think he was going to be hurt, hurting him on the feet and with his hands. But, you know, what do I know, right? I, I didn't make much yeah. money on that Saturday anyway. But was able, yeah, I was able to just get back to even. So the co-main event was Rafael Fazeev and Brad Riddell, and that was awesome. Uh, I That's the best Fazeev I think we've ever seen. Am I wrong? Uh. No, I don't think so. Especially the way he closed out the fight, you know, the spinning wheel kick. The wheel kick. Yeah, <clears throat> Brandon Hill's tough too, man. Like, you know, he took it to Drew Dober. He took it to Alex da Silva. He's taking. He took it back in the day to Jamie Malarkey. Who, you know, that one's looked really good. Fazeev and Fazeev is somebody who, as good as he is, he also is. You know, a little very bit of easy a, to hit. Like, yeah, a little bit of a wild man usually. Yeah, way too wild. He puts his hands down. He ducks his head. He, he you know, eventually he, he can like kind of time hit, not time him because he's so goddamn quick and and good. But he uh, has some bad tendencies. Bobby Green took advantage of that. Mark DeCasey took advantage of that. But man, he is hard to get out of there. And you know, when he when he puts pressure on you that deep into the fight, uh, man, that kick that kick just shut the lights out. And um, what a good win for him. He's, yeah. he's climbing up that lightweight. That lightweight uh, ladder <clears throat> is he ranked? I'm not sure if he he is should be right. Yeah, he is. Oh man, the the back end of that top fifteen. The problem, dude. There's from, a... from ten to fifteen, even though I mean, even put Connor at nine, you know, just because why not? Gregor yeah. Gillespie at ten is is tough. Fazeev, Diego Ferreira, Saruki, and Riddell, Joel Alvarez. That is a loaded top uh, bottom half of the top fifteen. Yeah, man, and it, the reason I think I say why Fazeev is the best version of him because he was so composed and he was just more focused on just winning the fight as opposed to putting on a show and just trying to knock the guy out. I think he had a lot of respect for Brad Riddell just because from them training and being teammates and, and whatnot. And Brad looked good, but it just was, you know, if this was going to be a, a stand and strike, then Fazeev's always going to win that. I thought Riddell yeah. was going to have to mix in the wrestling, and he tried, but... Easier said than done. Taking a guy, you know, a little keg like Fazeev down. Yeah. Um, you know, good for Fazeev. It was awesome. He he kind of just broke him down like piece by piece until that third round, and then eventually he was hurting him, and then he just had him going one way, and you know he was switching stances, and it was just kind of like a master class. It was incredible to watch. And with Fazeev, I, I don't know what you would do next with him. Uh, you know, a guy like Hooker or somebody like that would probably be. You know the logical step, but it seems like Hooker's going down to forty-five or flirting with a forty-five move. So maybe a uh, RDA or, I mean, I know Chandler doesn't want to do something like that, but that would be an exciting fight him and Chandler. So uh, excited to see what's next for. I mean, both R- Riddell is no no slouch either. So so I mean, you could even run a Joel Alvarez fight with him, or you know, 
Just put him in there yeah. with anyone at this point, you know, because he he's tough and he's he's shown he's worthy of his ranking or a number next to his name. So, you know, good good for uh, good for Fazeev. And uh, how about your boy, man? Sweet dreams. Sweet dreams. Uh, so, I kind of I liked him in this in this spot. Yeah. I had him in a parlay, and uh, Rob Font fucked it up, <clears throat> which oh, always boy. happens to me. Yep. Main event um, always fucks it over. Forty eight seconds though, like real quick in the first round, Jimmy Crute. You know, people thought he was going to win because <clears throat> he could take him down and <clears throat> whatever else. But I just, I, I never, never thought he could stand with him. You know, like no way. Uh, you know, he, he's, he's got some hands, sure, but you know, who's he really showing them off against, or who's really hit him with something? Anthony Smith. That fight was, uh, you know, a weird, a weird fight. Yeah, shit happened. Uh, before that, uh, he fought Alexei Chuck who I think might have been the only other guy who would have been giving him something similar to Jamal Hill's power uh, and unorthodox striking, especially with that left hand. And, you know, he took him down and comored him real quick. So I don't think he was ready for Jamal Hill, his speed and power, man. I, I think a lot of people don't really expect him. He's tall. He's skinny. And I think he's like 6'4", 6'5". And he makes, <clears throat> you know, he makes weight really well. He carries some, some serious power in those hands. Um, I thought he was going to beat Paul Craig and, you know, he just got a little greedy. Yeah. That's the only thing that's stopping him from being, uh, what, 9-0. He thought he could keep him off and defend his offensive uh, submission game. He thought and he, he could grapple could. with him, yeah. That's a, yeah, you know, and we, then he snapped his arm. We talk about that on here like a lot, man, just the having a little too much faith in your own skill and just not – like playing into another guy's game like it's like an ego game. Like, oh, like I'm not worried about Paul Craig on the ground. I'll fuck – you know, yeah. I, I train on the ground too. It's like – yeah, but why don't you just stand up where this guy's buns on the feet and you can just, yeah. you know, pick him apart. And, you know, th- we didn't even get to see this one play out. Jamal Hill just took care of business right away. Yeah. Kn- knocked right him down hook. twice. And that fucking heat, absolute heat coming back his way. Um, yeah, he folded him, man. That that, that right was, was definitely lethal. Uh, so I, I'm excited. I, th- I still think, you know, he has some of the best um, – uh, whatever the word I'm looking for. I think he has some of the best uh, skills or all around game for any of these two Oh five guys that are young and up and coming. Like, you know, I think I saw somebody say, we got to get him in there against Johnny Walker. I think he would fucking blast Johnny Walker. Yeah. Um, you know, we would see another highlight reel added to the, to the Johnny uh, Walker death. chicken leg. Uh, chicken <laughs> yeah. leg uh, I mean, it'd be dangerous either way, <clears throat> but Jamal Hill, I think he's at 12 now, right above Ryan Spam, my boy. So <laughs> super spawn. Um, we, we maybe rematch with Paul Craig, uh, Johnny Walker. Honestly, I think that would be a good fight for Jamal Hill. I mean, Johnny I, Walker. You yeah, know. I agree. So, yeah, Jimmy Crute. You know, he'll be back. Uh, kind of a you know, not a fluke knockout, but we didn't really get to see how he'd do against somebody like Jamal Hill. So, yeah, rough, we got to see him get back. A little bit of a rough patch here for Jimmy Crute, but uh, yeah. I, I don't think yeah. it like takes away or ruins his like you know I don't know I never really viewed him as like a huge like championship contender. I mean, not anyone can be a champion, I guess. If they, I don't know what I'm trying to say here, really, but I just don't, I I just it didn't <laughs> like I didn't view it like oh Jimmy Crute sucks. It was more like oh my god Jamal Hill has fucking fire in his hands like that that yeah. you know. But yeah. I, I'd like to see Jimmy Crute in there, maybe against someone who's not ranked. Uh, just, you know, try to get him back on track a little bit. And, you know, I, I want to see him back in there. Uh, somebody I don't want to see back in there is Leonardo Santos and uh, Clay Guida. And Clay Guida. Well, I mean, we I want to see Clay Guida in there again just because it's fun. And, y- you know, when you win, you get to stay, man. 
And when when yeah, you when you true. gas out in a minute thirty, you don't get to stay. And when you're forty two years old, you don't get to stay. So <laughs> or he's forty one. Sorry, I don't, I don't want to piss him off. But he had him brutally hurt. Hit him with a body kick, I think. It was one of those like front kicks. Hit him in the ribs, and he was just firing shots at him and couldn't get him out of there. Clay Guida had like rolled into the fetal position and just basically given it up. Like I'm hurt. Like I can't do anything about it. And this Santos guy couldn't finish him. And I, I won't even put it all on him because fucking alcohol and cigarettes, Keith Peterson's out there. And he is, you know, just letting this guy get killed when he stopped that Henry Cejudo Dominic Cruz fight immediately. Immediately. Yeah. He didn't take any, any second, any time, any chance. He t- stopped it immediately. And then this guy is fucking, four, you know, Clay Guida's in his 40s. He's letting him get killed, dude. You know, or, you know, come back, kid. Yeah, and thank God he did, right? Because he came Fun back, fact. brutalized him, and choked Fun out fact. the uh, mul- like multiple wor- time world champion jujitsu. Uh, that I didn't practice. see. Yeah, that I didn't see coming. I was kind of the whole fight as a whole is just like it made no sense. We're, what, what are we watching? Yep. You know, what world are we in? Uh, fun fact, though, my sister uh, texted me. She's like, just ran into a UFC fighter. She's in Cancun right now. Uh, and I'm like, oh, who is it? She says, Clay Guido, question mark. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> so shout out to Danielle, my lovely sister, for meeting the legend Clay Guido. There you go, Mexico. man. Clay Guido is fucking, you know, he's living his best life, dude. He's still yeah. doing it. I mean, you know, why not? Honestly, if you're still, like, like you said, if you're still going to get wins in the UFC, why not? stick around you know what why not there's what's the downside you'll lose your next fight okay then you lose it after that okay then then we start having that discussion but if you're gonna win man i mean he's also you know, not getting keep... like brutally finished either it's a big difference right. if you're like the last time he got knocked out was 2016 by brian ortega from a knee you know it's like it's yeah, not he's not his his losses are submission technical you know like different shit like that but yeah, I, I, Clay Guida is not a guy where I scream. I don't want to see him again. Leonardo Santos. I more say that just because, you know. I I mean I, I, I don't know. I, I like well, what do I need? To, what more do I need to see? You had the guy yeah, on the brain. Gone. You're, you're not going to get better. So uh, I'm just yeah. That's a I'll you know if you lose your retire fight sort of uh, yeah. in, in the WWE and you're forced to retire yeah. now in my mind. Uh, what was next? I went away from the page. Chris Curtis. Oh, right. Okay. I was on Clay Guida's Wikipedia right there. Yeah, that that was crazy. He, another plus 300 situation for Chris Curtis. And, you know, Brendan Allen. Yeah. Chicken yeah. legs. Chicken legs. Man, he got crushed, though. I can't even. Yeah. <laughs> that was an absolute <laughs> bomb that he and got crushed. Chris cr- Curtis's hands, man. I, I've, you know, just hearing other people talk about how, how you know, he's a vet and this and that and. He's just getting his chance in the UFC, but he's still, man, he hits hard. He's got good power. That's 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 his thing. And yeah, you know, I figured he did. I figured he had to be good at something, you know, and he hasn't been in the UFC for whatever. So I figured, yeah, he, he sure he can hit hard, whatever. Phil Halls has no chin. Okay, impressive. And then Brendan Allen also has no chin, but those are two good fighters. Like at some point yeah. in their career, they you know, recently people were pegging them as uh, you know, future championship contenders, both of them. Yes. Um, Brendan Allen, not as, not as recent as Phil Halls, but they're both still, you know, they, they both, I wouldn't say Brendan Allen has good hands really, honestly at all. Uh, he can do some damage. He can hit, but he, he's mainly a ground and pound guy. But uh, how about Chris Curtis reeling off two fucking upset wins? And he said he's, I think it's at one point he said he was had like no money in his account, in his bank account. Yeah. Um, so that's why I think he was like saying he would fight on 269 if they could find somebody, which is crazy. Yeah, but, why not? Uh, you know, you, you got to give the guy credit, man. He walks into two fights where he's plus 300. 
and he just continues to defy the odds, and he's finishing these dudes, man. And like you said, Phil Halls and Brendan Allen are two big wins to have on your on your fucking uh, resume. And also, the U- why did the UFC make these fights, right? The UFC made made this fight to promote Phil Halls, and like it was supposed to be a squash fight, sort of like, oh wow, look how good yeah. Brendan Allen's making his way up. He beat a veteran. Like this, Chris Curtis is not. They were not bringing him in here to be like the next star. And he's just thwarting all of their plans. He's currently on a seven-fight win streak. So yep. I mean, most, most of them are knockouts, I think. And he he gets hit, but he he's durable. He continues to be durable, and he doesn't get hit like horribly bad. He and he gets taken down, but he gets back up. So it's you know he's he's not in easy out. It's what it's uh, the only thing I can basically say about him. He's continued to show how yep. tough he is, and you know ever since his last loss was against Ray Cooper in the PFL. So I yeah. mean, ever since then he's been on a tear, and I now I won't bet against him again. I'll tell you that I've lost enough money <laughs> off Mr. Curtis that I have decided I am not going to do that anymore. Because not even it's not even like I'm laying on the money line, but just those those little props where you know oh Brandon Allen TKO it's like plus one sixty or whatever, and you're just like you have him in a ground and pound, you have him in a you know shout out to that car that guy was pissed, but. Yeah. Um, you know, good for good for Chris Curtis. I just realized that that car is probably like shut up. You know, move on. But good for Chris Curtis. Uh, Brendan Allen. You know, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what's next for him. He's. It's not like you're done or you know. Shout out to the police now. Um, there's a lot going on. I'm not near my phone. <laughs> I still live. Listen, I still live downtown. All right. There's a lot of action downtown. We had to call the cops five times the other day on somebody. All right. Jesus. Shout- you know what these cops did. Do you know what these cops did? They walked him 100 feet down the alley and then said, all right. And then he came back down the alley. And we had to call them again. Yeah, he's probably yelling Useless. outside your apartment like, yeah, you think you could get rid of me? Think yeah, you could I'm get rid here. of me, baby? I'm right here. Nah, so, yeah, I mean, Sean Strickland and Chris Curtis are the two people that he's lost to in the UFC. So, uh, you know, he, he's not dead in the water per se, but we'll see what's next. Uh, Alex yeah, Morano, Mickey Gall, dude. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Uh, I didn't watch uh, any of this fight, so this is all on the So game. you didn't miss much. Uh, I can tell you right away, Murano just dominated them. Uh, the fight standing the whole time. Mickey maybe shot two takedowns, uh, and the w- one was a pretty good one that Murano just you know knew what he was doing. And, you know, uh, this is was such a nothing fight. I mean, Murano's not yeah. going to – eventually he's going to run up against somebody like he did against Chaos Williams, and he's just going to get smoked. And Mickey Gall doesn't uh, – I, I don't trust him in any almost any situation. Yeah, so, seriously. You know, I, Did he come out to that song again? Yeah. Uh, hey, Mickey, you're so fine. You're so fine. Yeah, we get it. We get it. And he continues to lose to it. So uh, when I was there, he came out to the Sopranos, though. So that got some credit from that me. That was cool. Dusko Todorovic. I don't know if you saw any of this. Maki Patolo, your yeah, boy. Yeah, dusted Maki Patolo. Yes. <laughs> I looked up and he was just beating the fuck out of him. Yeah. The uh, this, is a cut. <laughs> this should be a cut watch. I don't know if he's already been cut, but... Um, yeah, he's probably he needs to be. I mean, he, you know, he, the coconut bombs don't really come out much anymore. No, no. And that Todorovic is not that good either, but he just was more he of is a not good. sharper, uh, striker, quicker. He is not good. Gregory Rodriguez had him fucking dead to rights. Puna Soriano, who was good, by the way, killed him. He's real easy to fucking, I think even Daquan Townsend was having some work, having some, uh, success standing up. Matthew Tolo, thirteen and eight or some shit like that. Like he, you know, he's out here losing to Impa Kasaganai and Darren Stewart and Callum Potter. Like Callum Potter, 
So, I mean, Jesus Christ. Cassius Kane. Who the fuck is that? Knocked him out one time. So, um, yeah, uh, Mackie Mottolo, it's time for him to go fight in the uh, BJ Penn FC or something. Oh, my goodness. Uh, yeah, so yeah. good luck to, to Maki or whatever. The, and Dusko is a guy you should look out for that – in the same sense as Murano, someone's eventually just going to find his chin. Bisping even yeah. commented on it. Like, he, this guy carries his chin so high in the air. Like, it's someone's going to catch it at some point, and it just wasn't Maki this weekend. And Chris be, Curtis. Could be, yeah, like, if they put Chris Curtis in there, I'm, I'm firing Chris Curtis. I don't care what the number <laughs> is. And I'll probably lose money, of course. Manel Cop, man. There's our boy. This is a friend of the podcast here, Manel. Yeah. Uh, everyone, everyone bailed on him. Yeah, everyone bailed on him after he lost to Nicolau and Pantoja. Not me. Not us. Not no. I. Not us. Not us. Uh, but I did not cash out this TKO bet, of course, because I uh, went to go do something, came back, and the fight had started. Uh, you know, so I was like, I'll just watch it. Piece of those are the worst. His, his hands looked real good. Uh, Zuma Gulov is man. just fast, you know, dude. Yeah, Zuma Gulov's just not there. I mean, he's, yeah, he just isn't. He, he can do a little work against a couple, you know, some guys. Jerome Jerome Rivera. Rivera. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, you know, when nah, it comes yeah. to guys who have legit skills like Manel Kopp, and even before Manel Kopp was in the UFC, he was um, was in Ryzen. He had knocked out Kaya Sakura, and that doesn't happen much. Um, the problem was he was wearing shoes, and when he came to UFC, it was kind of a big uh, difference, really. But it looks like he's starting to settle in now. He's, he, you know, he's still not great. But he's only 28, uh, oddly enough, and he's been a, a, a champion rising. Uh, I think he was in, I think he was somewhere else. He was fighting in uh, Portugal. He he's been around. He's been around, and his hands are fucking quick, and he hits hard, man. For that division too, like there's not many guys around there that can really probably stand with him, you know. Um, so I'm still really interested to see if he can keep improving, um, you know, because in this in the fight before that he was struggling, and then he landed the flying knee. Uh, and got him, and got Osborne out of there. So Zuma Gulov, I was never really a big fan of him. Honestly, you know, he was kind of always the opener on a on a card. You're like, oh, he, you know, here's here's Kazakhstan, but uh, pretty really good win for Cop. So can't wait to see what else he's got. Yeah. So I mean, he's ranked now. He's number fourteen. Yeah, doesn't uh, take much. But yeah, I mean, flyweight's kind of light. So you know, yeah. Sumajiri's ranked. Sumajiri's ranked, and uh, so is this gentleman. Uh, Amir Albazi, yeah, yeah. So and, uh, Ulan Bekov, who I actually like, though. Tajir. Yeah, uh, let's not start Decent. naming these these weird uh, obscure flyweights <laughs> that are ranked now. But uh, yeah, I mean, good for a cop. You, you know how I feel about him, man. He's just he's so quick, he's so fast, he's so powerful, and I like guys who strike. So yeah, I'm always gonna have. I always just lean that way, and I like him against almost all of these guys. You know that that that's what we've been saying this whole time, though. All these flyweights, like, imagine if him and Cody fought. Manel Cobb. Manel, yeah. I mean, that, that, I think that's a great somebody's, fight. Somebody's dying. Somebody's going to sleep now. <laughs> sure. Give me Manel. Uh, you know, we'll see what happens with Kai Car France and all them. But, uh, like, Manel Cop is making his way up. And I think he's, uh, you know, maybe a Tim Elliott, someone like that who can get hit. Matt Schnell would be a good fight for him. So, we'll see what's next. Mm. Uh, let's, let's go back, though. Brian Barbarina. So what's next? Yeah, Darian Weeks. This was kind of this didn't really did nothing for me. Darian Weeks, was, Darian Weeks was tough. He was he was nice, yeah. but uh, Brian Barberian just outvetted them, outclassed them. He was just better than them, and not really much to say. But you know, Darian Weeks wasn't like a fill in replacement who like gassed out. Like he managed himself and like 
stayed in the fight. So it was it was competitive, but he just he came up short. Cheyenne, don't call me Bayes Velismus. Defeated your yeah. girl Mallory Martin. Uh, you know, it was a good fight. Uh, she didn't get the finish like we. I would probably they were throwing though. They were throwing, no doubt. And she was hitting. Not really he, sure. She was hitting Mallory not, Martin, but Mallory Martin's tough. Not sure. Not sure what Mallory Martin was throwing. Yeah, Mallory Martin. I love her, man. She's listen. She's she's good wrestler. Yes. Good looking. She's not not good on the feet. No. She needs to. She she's needs not big to, enough. Man, she she takes a lot of shots. She's only twenty. She's like our age. Yeah. Uh, and she's what seven and five. I mean, she took some. She took some shots from, uh, fucking, who was it? Viana, I think. Didn't Viana yeah, like bust her Viana, Yeah, she beat her. She up. like bleeds every fight. Hannah Cyphers, I think, was was like punching her in the face multiple times. Like that's not good. Viana Janjaroba is too. Like she, uh, I remember when she fought the girl, the the other girl who was really tatted. It was like the most tatted up fight I've ever seen. Uh, the fucking Italian girl in the Contender Series, the, the Segni. Um, they fought, and it was like I was like, all right, well, I mean, if this is supposed to be a showcase fight for you. You should probably look a little better with the hands. And she comes to UFC and she can't throw hands with anybody. I mean, you can't, you can't throw with Cheyenne Velismus who can hit hard. Sure. You know, she, she did knock out Gloria De Palula, but she's not great either. You know, the bar is not that high. I should say, um, they're both young. They're both, you know, fun to watch, but they're not, there's not a lot of substance there, honestly. I, I would. I, I kind of just felt the same way. This isn't a fight where I left saying, "Oh my god, like w- watch out for one of these girls," or you know, yeah. I, I want to see her again. Like this was just kind of like, "Oh, okay," and I'll see who they match them up against. And uh, these fights are kind of just information, you know, you, you brain information for the next time when you see that yeah. someone match up, and you're like, "Oh no, she's gonna have a problem with her." Maybe you could, uh, you know, maybe you could pounce. I think we, uh, you know. I think I'm going to become even more uh, more gambling centric than I already am. It seems like these uh, gambling uh, these MMA podcasts don't know what they're talking about when it comes yeah. to actual gambling. They just talk about it like it's the NFL, and it's like it's a little it's fucking hard. different, dude. You know, it's, it's a, also very hard. I think betting on this sport, it's just it's way harder. You know, I, I I always not to get ahead of our, ourselves, but Louis Smolk. I mean, come on, man. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, fucking melt it. Yeah, and he, yeah, like it's Vince Morales who's not exactly yeah. Mike Tyson. So, so I don't know, man. I, you know, I think there's a lot of times where I, I look at fights and I'll be like, you know what, I'm gonna bet this, but I'm, I, I don't actually do it. I just kind of go about it as if I would, as if I did, and then see what happens and, and see what my uh, hypothetical record would be or how I would have done if I did bet. You know, yeah. Um, just I so agree. I can kind of get a gauge on people and see how they do and. I try to I try to pay attention because there's a lot of uh, media outlets like uh, the Bronze Setter fella and a couple other people who do some like inf- informative research and say, well, you know, th- for this fight camp they've moved here, and that's always good because I can't yeah, keep up with that that either. kind of stuff. Uh, or they've, you know, they the, their cousin just died and it's been a tough week and they miss weight, you know, stay away or something. So yeah. you know, Velisma's going through a divorce. Honestly, you know, going through a name change and a divorce. From JP Velismus, uh, is what we might call him now. Um, you know, who knew who knew what that would have done to her? And you remember she won her last fight with the head kick and she got the the bonus and she started crying. <laughs> That's so disrespectful. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you know what? But, yeah. Nah, it's a, like I always tell people like, you know, you don't bet the Super Bowl and the Super Bowl ends in the middle of the first quarter. That, that's just, you know, it's a whole different ball game. And, you know, 
it can end so many different ways. So much different stuff can happen. Like, like you brought up that Anthony Smith, Jimmy Crute fight earlier. Like, you know, a guy kicks somebody and now his ankle stops working and then you lose your money. You're like, what the fuck? Like, you know, we don't even get to see what actually was going to happen or, you know. Oh, there's so many different examples of just crazy shit happening where you've knocked the guy down and then you go and chase him and you get triangled or just all. Yep. Oh, it's just it's it's a crazy game, but I love it and I, I enjoy watching it every single weekend. And we're getting we're almost there. We got a couple more fights to talk about here from the last card: William Knight, Alonzo Menafield. Not a lot here for me. Um, yeah. Just two, two big dudes. Just two big dudes swing, like sweating and swinging yeah. it out. Uh, William yeah. Knight, I I actually you know me, I I, I kind of been. Uh, a fan, not a fan, but I just, I, I think there could be something there, but it's just. Yeah, I think so, possibly. It, he's, he, on, he's had two two in a row. I mean, you know, Fabio Charant's not good, but Lonzo Menafield's a good win. Lonzo Menafield is a good win. Uh, you know, and not a great win, but definitely a good right. win. Um, I don't know what's next for him, and I frankly don't really care at this point. Uh, somebody who has less muscles than him. Hopefully, and somebody that, yeah, I mean. Yeah, he they keep fighting him against these absolute ogres. Uh, I don't know who else at twenty two oh five can. Maybe we'll fight a taller dude. And just Johnny get Walker. Smoked. Yeah, Johnny, just fight everyone against Johnny Walker or Ryan Spann at this <laughs> point. They're the goalkeepers. Uh, Claudio Puelles. Is that you say Puelle? Yeah, Puelle. I actually missed this this whole thing. This yeah, whole this fight. that fight was another one that was uh, really boring. Um, Chris Kretzmacher still taking L's. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just. Surprised. I don't know. It was like like it. It just one of those things where I was on my phone, and I think the SEC championship was still on, so I was still watching that. Yeah. And I was just like, you know, still rooting for my Irish to get in. But I did see Luis uh, Luis Smolka get smoked, and yeah, um, Smolka got smoked. He's lucky he didn't he didn't uh, get that Sean O'Malley fight. He landed right on his face. Yeah, he would got. That's the only thing I thought of right after the fight. I said, "Oh my god!" Like, I do want to see O'Malley fight somebody of relevant. We'll get to that. You know, why don't we just get there? We we keep wanting to do it. Our, it. our mind's on 269, and here we are. UFC 269. Charles Oliveira defends his lightweight title against Dustin the Diamond Poirier. And the actual I, champion. And I'm here to <laughs> listen. I'm, I'm here with an open mind, and I don't know <laughs> – what I'm gonna go with on some of this, but I have, you know, I have leanings, and I don't like to make my picks beforehand because I want it to be natural, and I want you people to hear my thought process before I'm doing this. So Charles Oliveira, man, Dustin Poirier, uh, I'm, I, I tell you what, I leaned in the beginning, Charles, just because I think it's, uh, I think it's dangerous that because I think, but I'm blaming, uh, basing that off of the way Poirier had to fight McGregor, and he kept taking him down. And he likes mm-hmm. to wrestle, and he likes to grapple a little bit. So I'm just worried that he might maybe get tagged and just do like I, I don't know. I just I feel like there's more ways for this to go right for Oliveira than Poirier. But also Poirier, yeah. there's a reason he's the favorite, and there's a reason <laughs> that he's fucking beat all these different guys. It's because he's durable. That's what we talked about in the, uh, before the McGregor fight. Like uh, you know, you can hit him with everything, but the guy's durable. He continues to just yeah. walk forward. He doesn't get tired. These things don't really hurt him. You know, bomb after bomb, he's bringing back your way. And if he hurts you, he's going to finish you. And we've seen right. Charles has been finished. But, I, like, like that's the thing, though. When he hurts him, can he go to the ground after him and follow him? Uh, that's just going to be a little game that's going to get played. And uh, let me hear what you you think Dustin's going to win. So I just want to hear what what is your what is your thought process? I don't want to make it seem as easy as I'm going to make it seem. Uh, but I, I – I'm definitely leaning Dustin. I think I have been the whole time. Um, they're very similar in heart 
and determination and fucking fight IQ and, you know, ring generalship and a bunch of other things, a bunch of other intangibles. They're both mentally strong. They're both physically strong. They both have the fucking heart of a lion. They've yep. been through hell and back. Um, Very similar. Last fight, you know, seeing Oliveira on his fucking hands and knees, almost dying in the first round for Michael Chandler. You know, I, I can't get that thought of my he- out of my head. He got dominated in that first round. He should have lost. He should not be the champion. Um, but, he, but he is. Yeah, but, but I mean, he, he still knocked um, him out, though. You know, knocked him out easily uh, to begin the left, uh, the second round that left hook. Uh, it was still a weird fight. I, other than you know Michael Chandler, before Michael Chandler, I want to say you know who is who is Charles Oliveira fought that will push him. Kind of how Dustin Poirier will, and I, I don't know who because Tony Ferguson was was cooked. Yeah, uh, Kevin Lee is out of the UFC. Jared Gordon is a, not good. Nick Lentz is not good. David Tamer is not good. Jim Miller, legend, Old, he's, older. Yeah, you know, oh, Christos Iago is a good. He got better since then, but eh. And then Clay Guida. So, you know, I'm not going to shit on him for winning all these fights in a row and finishing all of them. <laughs> you know, like first round, first round, second round, first round, second round, first round. So, and then he knocked out Michael Chandler, which you know, very impressive. And he won the belt. Uh, you know, I. I, I thought it was just a perfect moment, the perfect storm for him to get the belt, and he's a champion, and he reaches that mountaintop. But now I think it's time for Dustin, you know. And there's nothing wrong with Charles, Oliver, Charles, Charles, sorry, Oliveira losing or getting knocked out or anything. I don't know if that'll happen. I, I guess my prediction would be Dustin get a uh, standing, a standing knockout, or maybe he eventually just folds and wilts and falls down, and that's when the fight gets stopped. Um, but you know, Dustin, not to say Dustin's looked amazing, and you know. Flawless against those in those two Connor fights because he didn't. Um, but those fights, I think it's just I think he's on a I think he's on a, another level. Maybe not a different level. I think he's on another level. I think this is this is his time to get the belt, and uh, yeah, I think he's gonna win. Yeah, uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna argue with anything you just said. If you look at the level of competition on that rise in comparison to what Dustin's had to go through in the last, you know, five years per se. It's kind of remarkable. I mean, Pettis, Gaethje, Alvarez, Holloway, Habib, Hooker, McGregor twice, Alvarez twice. You know, it's that's a lot. I'll take that over Oliveira's uh, that we just read. So, I mean, that doesn't really, uh, you know, in theory mean much come Saturday night, but – it's, uh, you know, we got to use all the information we have. Uh, I just got to believe that. Uh, I, you know what, though? I can understand the backing Poirier just from the sense that you, you think Charles needs to kind of get lucky, in a sense, to mm-hmm. win the fight. I, I, we, if you're going to say decision, you don't, we don't think Charles is going to dominate a decision here, right? Dustin's going to figure out a way to win this fight if it's somewhat close. Yeah. That, that, I don't see how it even gets to the third or fourth rounds. Oh, I agree, but I'm just saying, like know. in theory, like you know, a decision for Charles Oliveira is really yeah. not what I'm thinking. And it would have to be him taking him down and laying on him. I don't, I don't know if that, I don't even know if he can take him down, let alone you know, just just stay there because he's gonna want to go for a sub, and then Dustin's want to get him off, and Dustin's good on the ground too. So it's like, yeah, that probably would not happen. I don't. You know. I mean, he did do it to Ferguson though. So that's that, true. but he, I mean, he also is, he's very offensive on the ground too. So I feel like it would be a finish. It would, he would get, yeah. if he gets him down to the ground, I feel like that's, that's a problem if that happens. But yeah, I just, I could see this somewhat going, uh, I, I mean, I'm, I just never been like this really conflicted because I just don't, it's such a perfect matchup. 
one guy's the submission guy, but he's also can strike, and the other guy can strike, but he's also a submission guy. Like he started, now he's like one of the best boxers in the UFC. Yeah, ones that you know, Dustin's a, I would say, a pretty uh, not not a high level wrestler, but he's very good, and uh, I think Oliveira is a very good wrestler too. Like for you know, he's a very good grappler overall. Overall, so I would it, depending on the number, if Poirier balloons to like minus two hundred, then I'm taking Oliveira. But if Poirier stays anything under probably minus two hundred, you're right. I might just take that, and maybe I'll take inside the distance for Poirier. Minus one twenty. Minus one twenty. Maybe just T- hoping to get plus, TKO but. is plus 110 here on FanDuel. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's something because you imagine it wouldn't be a submission of any sort. So Yeah, it wouldn't be a, a club and sub, I don't think. And if, nah. even if it was, I think Oliveira defends it. That's what I think. I think it would just be smarter. Poirier's, Poirier's got a high IQ for, you know, high high fight IQ. And like we've said, when he hurts guys, he finishes them. It's, it's he's very quick at it. So give me Poirier. Give me the TKO for the prop. You've convinced me. Because uh, yep. I've been leaning that way anyway. I I, I don't know what's... Uh, I just... Yeah, I don't know. But I, I want to root for Pori, or Oliveira. That, that's my thing. That's why I want to make sure that awesome I, everyone knows. Because I... Well, fuck Poirier, number one. That's... I just... <laughs> The beef has not gone away. This is never over. All right. I just want to make sure that that this that is not over. yeah that 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 can't be a thing. All right. When when we come back. All right. When when McGregor's sitting at one ninety right now, looking like a fucking just a fucking uh, guy who works guy who works down at the docks, dude. All he does is just upper body. Um. Jeez. Nah. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, all all jokes all jokes aside, I'm really excited for the fight. But I, I just. I just don't know who I can't tell you sit here and tell you uh, you know who's gonna win. I got nothing. This next yeah. fight, I can tell you exactly what's gonna happen. This uh, easily this one, <laughs> I got nothing. But give me Poirier, give me TKO. That that's my that's my bet. Boom. And uh, but like but I have the caveat in there. If if Poirier balloons up and uh, that Oliveira number gets a plus one fifty, give it to me. Smash give it to it. me, baby. Uh, Nunez Pena. Uh, these guys, these girls don't like each other. They uh lot lots of I guess. I mean this is it's fun to watch Amanda Nunes like pissed off or like somebody coming at her and she's just like dude you are never she looked at her and said girl you're never going to be champion you're never going to have this belt she was just like yes I am yes I am but, yeah. I, I mean uh, give me the TKO minus one sixty five all day long all day Juliana long. Pena can definitely she definitely has mastered the language of uh, English better so she has that yeah. That's it. Other than um, that, she gets run through. I uh, thought so Amanda does what she wants whenever she wants. It might not be first round, honestly, because I think Amanda's starting to kind of get a little rusty-ish, you know, um, since the Cyborg <clears throat> since the cyborg win. Uh, I don't think she's as uh, just come out here and maul and destroy and kill early. I don't think she's she's as much as that anymore. Yeah. Uh, but she's going to do probably whatever she wants. I just think uh, eventually Amanda just finds her. And this girl just starts yeah. to wilt. She's just more. She's been in more of these championship level environments. I mean, she's that's all she's known for the last five years. So, get, just give me a minute, Nunez. Uh, obviously, minus one thousand ain't happening. Uh, the distance, I could see it happening. I definitely could, but it's plus three hundred. Mm, just, just overall. So you know, uh, they they think this fight's going to be a finish. Minus one sixty five seems nice for that. If you're going to get a minus one thousand on on her, actually, so. Mm-hmm. Give me that. Lock it in. 
Uh, I don't think there's much to talk about other than that, right? That's nope. that's a wrap it up and you know get it out of here because uh, that, that, still want to see her fight Shevchenko. So we'll that's why I just want her to smoke pain in. We'll we'll move next? on to the next thing, right? That, that's what we're up, that's what we're hoping. Jeff Neal, Santiago Ponzinibbio. Big Pons fan, bro. We love Pons here on the podcast. We faded we them a couple. The well, I have faded them a couple times. So, what uh, what do we like here, though? Uh, um, let's see the odds real quick. Minus one hundred five. Yeah, minus one hundred five. Right down the middle. Going minus towards fifteen for Pons. Yeah, I, I think I like. You know, I think Jeff Neal. Um, ever since he had that that injury, uh, what do you have? Septus, 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 whatever that that injury or illness is. Uh, he hasn't looked good, you know, slow, slow consi- considerably because he had the hand speed and he had the power, which I still think he has. And I thought, honestly, against Wonderboy, he'd he'd be a little bit more offensive. Like, he'd do a little bit more. He'd look a little better. Not that he'd win, but same same thing against Neil Magny. I've seen Neil Magny get, you know, get beat. Um, and Ponzinibbio, you know, after his injury, when he fought um, you know, Lee Jang Liang, looked rough. But yeah. now after that, you know, he takes some time to settle in. A couple more months, he fought Baeza, and he looked awesome, man. He backed Baeza up. He had, and I know Baeza's younger and whatnot, but he looked really good. Pair that with Jeff Neal getting a DWI, you know, in the week of fight, uh, fight week. Uh, I'm going to go Ponzinibbio. I think he might be able to, <clears throat> might be able to get him out of here, honestly. Um, but yeah, it's been fun. Yeah, it's not a good sign, the, uh, the DWI fight week. Um, yeah, I, I just thought, I, I just, this was a situation where I'm taking the vet. When I saw it, so uh, Jeff Neal hasn't shown, like you just said, hasn't shown me anything. Was really disappointed by the Neil Magny fight, and I mean, he he even just doesn't look the same, like the same like guy. He looks like way more just just bigger. I don't know, like I wonder how the weight's gonna affect him. And I feel like the later this fight goes, if he doesn't knock him out very early on, and Pons isn't really susceptible to being like just cracked, other than that, you know, the when he got hit by Lee Jiangling, I mean. That that was like like you said though that was coming off of a three year layoff or a two and a half yeah. whatever it is so it you know Pons is much more uh, I'm much more confident in him he hasn't fought in a year so I, I don't like that but here we go baby here we go right he hasn't fought in a year is that, is that, is that, uh, do I have that right who's uh, this oh no Pons right fought that was in June that's dude that feels yeah. like so long ago oh my god that was the <laughs> summer awesome. it feels like a year ago. This year has flown the fuck by for sure. Woo! All right, let's let's keep it moving. Kai Car of France, Cody Garbrandt. This fight card's awesome, dude. Yeah. Uh, Cody coming down the one twenty five for the first time, minus one forty. What do you make? I, I that's I'm leaning Cody here. I just this is more of a Kai Car of France can't trust you bet. Yeah, uh, you know if, if Cody isn't care, isn't careful and if his chin, uh, oh yeah, hasn't made any improvements, he might get caught with a overhand right from Kai Car of France. But Kai. Other than Bonserine, he hasn't. I don't. I don't remember the last person he knocked out or punched, punched, uh, knocked out or knocked down. Really, um, so I, I'm not really worried about Kai Car France. Honestly, as as long as Cody shows up, does his thing, you know, we haven't seen him here, so it's kind of a uh, a question mark. <clears throat> but I think he can come out here and get the job done. He should be able to <clears throat> knock out. I think Kai Car France easily, or at least at least uh, get an easy easy decision. Yeah, yeah, just. This is this a lot. There's a lot of unknown there, but I just feel like that number's good for even if they were say to fight at like a 35, and a guy like Kai, Kai Car France is coming up to fight Cody, I would t- still take Cody. And I just I think surprised it's not higher though. Yeah, that's that's. I think that's just from that unknown Debut. of how the yeah. weight's going to affect them, and because we've seen you know the last 
couple of times we, you know, Dillashaw is the number one example that you think of where he went down, he got cracked right. I mean, that was a lucky thing now, which in my mind, he kind of got hit behind the so ear. Move, and, move the flyway, man. Yeah, that's what I'm move saying, though. Like, it, it could, it's like, not... you don't take a shot well. So, it, it, yeah. and he already doesn't necessarily take a shot well. Right. So, I'm, but I'm going Kai Kai Cody Garbrandt. So, there's definitely a, a path for Kai Car France to win, but I'm going Cody Garbrandt. Give me the money. He's minus made that cut. You know, he's made that cut for, like, I don't know, 10 years, I guess, now. So, you know, it could be an advantage. It could not be. It could not matter. Um, he looks good. You know, going from you know starting the main car with Sean and then Cody, and then you work your way up. It's that, that's just a perfect, perfect uh, main card. And I also think they're both great. They're all great matchups too. You know, it's not. Well, I mean, even Sean O'Malley against Matino and Cody Garbrandt against whoever the fuck. You know, the prelims are awesome. The fucking early prelims. Josh awesome. Emmett, Danny Egan, the fucking prelims. Like, yeah. What cruising Munoz? Unbelievable, dude. How about Aaron Blanchfield uh, on the prelims? Are you kidding me? Paeva and um, O'Malley. What do you make of it? I, you know where I stand. Uh, I'm a big Sugar Show fan. I'm the uh, ride O'Malley well. to the day I die. What um, do you make of this? Wait a minute. Pause. No, but um. Oh yeah, no. Nah, uh, ride him to the day I die, baby. Yeah. No pause. Uh, I love Holly and Paiva. He's. Uh, I don't know if he's younger than Sean. <clears throat> Let's see. He is. He's a year younger than Sean O'Malley. Um, and I bet against him against the, in the Kyler Phillips fight, and you know he he was almost dead in the first round. I think he was dead in the first round, uh, and then he came back because he that's what he does. He's he definitely has a lot of heart. He's tough as fuck. I think he has one of the best, if not the best, fight in contender series history against Alan Nascimento. Um, other than the yeah. Sadiq Yusuf Mike Davis fight, <clears throat> so. I think Sean should be able to catch him. I think, you know, there's going to be a lot of chances for him to counter. I think there are a lot of chances for him to just jab and just pepper away at Pauly and Paiva. And I think, honestly, he, he should be able to catch him with a clean shot, like a very just clean punch, you know? Yeah. Uh, 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 something he does. I think this is a great opportunity for him to do that. Pauly and Paiva is wild. Uh, he leaves his chin out. He doesn't really have a great chin, per se. Um, Got crushed by Tyler Phillips. You know, yeah, I mean, he absolutely was very in big trouble in that fight. He still won. Kyler Phillips was doing some things that you should just not do. Yeah, uh, that Sean O'Malley might still do, but different. It, it, but they're it, teammates. It's a big difference here. So you know, I yeah, mean, I feel they're like, also best friends. Yeah, so that might right? help to give you a little, you know, insight as to what's going get, on there. You know, get get it back for him. Um, I think he's going to be able to find him find his chin a lot. I think honestly he might be able to stop him in the first round, but if it gets out of the first round, second, you know, even out of the second, it might get a little dangerous. Holly and Piva is, is a, is a beast. And Sean O'Malley, you know, we, we're still waiting for him to get pushed. Chris Matino didn't do shit. He just kept coming forward because he's a zombie. Yeah. Uh, we're still waiting for Sean O'Malley to get pushed, especially in later rounds, you know, get punched in the face a couple of times, maybe get taken down, maybe get kicked in the legs some, some more. See how, see how he reacts to that. Uh, so I'm excited to see how Sean, you know, reacts to a guy who has 25 fights and he's a year younger than him. So I got Sean O'Malley first round knockout. I don't say that that confidently, you know, that he's just going to come out and wipe the floor with him. But <clears throat> I just think the opportunities are going to be there. Yeah, the number's right. Plus one, plus one ten's nice right there. Right there in your mm-hmm. even money. And, uh, yeah, like like you said, I just that can be based off of the fact that he's just been – we've seen Paeva get hit and hurt in multiple – you know, well, at least especially the, the – I can't get the Kyler Phillips fight out of my mind. Just him. Yeah. I mean, it's great show of heart and, you know, but anytime you're put in that situation, very similar like you said about Oliveira, it just – you can't get that out of your mind. It's the last thing you think of. And even though you won, yeah, it's very hard to replicate something like that. Uh, you know, give me O'Malley, give me the plus 110. 
Dan Ige and Josh Emmett. This is a firefight, dude. Prelims. Prelims. 50K Ige plus 135 against Josh Emmett, minus 155, who said he's had a very tough year with a lot of different... Uh, lost his brother. I think he lost his mom or something. Like he was talking about in the, in the press conference the other day. He's had a very rough year. Um, and he hasn't fought. He's been hurt, right? He had a torn ACL. He hasn't yeah. fought since June of 2020 against Shane Burgos. Fight of the night. Uh, you know, he had one leg in that fight. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know where you uh, lean here, but something is telling me that Ige is the pick here. Hmm. Um, I'm going to go Josh Emmett. Uh, I think he, he's knocked down like six guys in a row. He's, he's got to knock down like six fights in a row or something like that. Uh, Danny A hasn't been knocked out. You know, he, he's somebody that you look at probably think he'll never get knocked out. You can't knock him out. Uh, this might be this might be his time where he does get get you know get his his, his clock clean. I think Josh Hemmett hits harder than anybody in that weight class. Honestly, um, one of the hardest hitters in the UFC in general, but especially at 145. I think Ige is definitely good. You know, I think he can. He can make it close for a little bit, but uh, I think Emmett might be able to get him out of there, honestly. He hits so hard, and Ige gets hit a lot, a lot. So this might be this this might be opportunity for Ige to get his first uh, first knockout loss. Uh, Emmett's 36. He's been through a lot, especially recon- major reconstructive surgery to his knee. Uh, but when he fought Shane Burgos, man, he was piecing him up with one knee. So, you know, you give him a lot of time off. I got Josh Emmett. I think the line's wow. kind of – Kind of accurate. I really, uh, you know, I, lo- I, I love Dan Ige, but um, I'm really impressed by Josh. I mean, his power is, is, is really special. Yeah, I mean, I was there in Philly when he uh, knocked out Michael, Michael Johnson. Johnson, man. And, and Michael Johnson made the loudest sound Woke I've ever heard of a human body uh, when it hit the <laughs> ground. Yeah. Uh, so I'm not leaning hard on Ige, but I ju- it's just something about that number was telling me. And now that you've spoken and I'm looking at Ige and I just remember the – Korean zombie fight where it was like he's been in five round fights, but it, it just I don't know if that necessarily serves you. I just worry about guys coming off of a lay, layoff, but yeah. if you look at Emmett, he's done this before. You know, it, it, he's had injuries and he's been all. I mean, after the Stevens fight, he got knocked out, and he comes back a year later and knocks Michael Johnson out, and he wasn't doing great in that fight necessarily, but he you know was able to fucking flatline that guy and he yeah. knocked out Mirasad Bektik. You know Shane Burgos, like we've talked about. Not the, the Ricardo Lamas knockout is crazy too. If you if you can recall that, that was awesome. Uh, shot to Desmond Green, who is uh, in prison now, I believe. Yep. Um, okay. Yeah, not for uh, a long time as well. Yeah, yeah. He killed somebody. So uh, <laughs> let's keep it moving. I, I'm actually going to go Josh Emmett now. Now that you've convinced me. And what, what is the number? Flip it. Yeah. No. Nah, hey, I'm not. I'm not a uh, guy who's going to sit here and, and uh, act stupid. I will. If you make some good points, I will. Because I don't. This is another situation you just kind of told me. Like, you can't trust the guy. You know, you don't yeah. know is he going to come out and knock the guy out in 20 seconds, or is he just going to come out and get continually jabbed and just pieced up and while the guy's backing up? Same thing with the Cater fight. Same thing with the Korean zombie fight. Emmett's a smart guy. I feel like, yeah, he could get it done. Uh, Emmett TKO is plus 250. So Ooh, if you want to. Put, not bad. If you want to mess around and uh, maybe have some fun, try to make some money. Dominic Cruz. Pedro Munoz. This is another, just cool. another prelim fight, you know. I don't know, man. What do you think? Uh, I'll have you start it off. I just feel like Dominic Cruz is going to be able to figure out a way to get it done, and uh, I just think, I think this is a Munoz who he hits hard, but is he going to be able to get to Cruz? He's going to fire leg kicks. That's going to be the thing. But uh, I mean, 
couple of these guys have tried to fire leg kicks, and you know, Cejudo was successful. Uh, Casey Kenny not exactly. So I, I just I this is a situation where I just trust Dominic Cruz more than uh, Pedro Munoz who in his last fight, I believe, lost a close one, if I'm not mistaken, Jose Aldo. Yeah, he lost yeah. a three-round. He beat Jimmy Rivera, Frank Yeager, and Aljamain Sterling. Um, yeah, it's just this is just a guy who, you know, fighting up against the highest level, but he's take, you know, he's lost three of his last four. So, And Dominic mm-hmm. Cruz has fought for championships, and seems like he's relatively healthy as well. He's not had to take a long time off this time, so... Uh, I'm going Dominic Cruz, and it's very close to the uh, to the money line, uh, like the even even number. So I'll, I'll take that money line. Don't worry about no. Uh, I think it's a decision though if he wins. Um, yeah. Cool. Uh, either way, I think it's gonna be like a split or a very very close, you know, fight. Like yeah. I think it, it might be a fight where we're like, ah, who won the first? I don't know who won the second. I don't yeah. even know who won the third. You know, so. Um, I think that's what this is going to come down to. I got Pedro Munoz. Um, I think he, he won that Frankie Edgar fight. And I think Casey Kenny might have won that Dominic Cruz fight. Oh, might. Right, here we go. Uh, you know, so I think they're at, I think they're both on the downswing. They're both older. I think they're both 36. Um, I think Pedro Munoz is more fresh, man. I think there's light kicks. You know, he, he threw like 20, 30 light kicks to Jose Aldo. And, you know, to, to trade light kicks with Jose Aldo is fucking uh, you know, dangerous. Uh, Dominic Cruz, he's going to be moving around. I don't think he's going to be able to take Pedro Munoz down. I don't think he's going to have, you know, any much success in the wrestling department. I don't think that's really going to happen. Uh, you know, he can try to do some light kicks, but I think he's going to get his legs kicked. And we've seen him with the tape on the, on his feet almost every fight. Uh, he's had 5 million surgeries to his knees. Um, coming off that loss to Cejudo and then the split with Kenny. Um I'm not too confident. I'm not really confident at all here because Pedro Munoz has fucked me over many times. He's actually on my do not bet list. Um, so you're staying away. Yeah, I'm not, I bet him against Frankie and he lost. And I think I bet him against John Dodson and he lost the split so, back in the day. So, yeah, I'm not going to bet him. Um, gun to your there, head. Gun to your head. And you, had I, to, you had to make a yeah, decision. Yeah, I think, I, I think Munoz wins. Okay. All right, there you go, people. You heard it here. Uh, I'm going cruise still, though. You can't convince me this time. Uh there you go. Go dominator, baby. Cruise fight week. <laughs> Fuck DC. Let's go. Uh, Augusto Sakai. Uh, that was crazy, by the way. Just saying he sucks on commentary. And then oh, my God. Uh, also, not wrong. He's not wrong. He is not wrong because he doesn't do his homework. You can tell sometimes he doesn't know what he's sucks. talking about. But yeah. uh, Augusto Sakai and Tai Tuavasa, this you know, former member of the Fat Guy main event, uh, Augusto Sakai and Tai Tuavasa. This is just two <laughs> fat guys getting after it. Yep. Uh, what what are you what are your thoughts here? I, I don't really have. I'm going. Pick em. I'm going to Ivasa. All right. Um, it's a pick'em. It's a pick'em for a reason. You know. Uh, who knows what the fuck could happen with these two? Um, they're both on different trajectories. Sakai is definitely reeling. You know, he's lost two in a row. He's been knocked out both. But you know, they're both weird. They're both very weird. Uh, the Overeem fight was at the very end after he was winning the whole fight. Um, right or is he not winning? Uh, I don't know if Sakai was beating over him. That might have been somebody else that I'm thinking of. No, yeah, I think that was... Uh, it was Rose Rosenstreich that was yeah. losing. Who, yeah. who knocked out um, Sakai the last time they fought. Uh, right, so. and that was at the very end of the first. Yes. So, weird weird predicaments. You know, he went five with Overeem, and it's looking good, but then he eventually, I think... I, 
if I remember yeah. correctly. Yeah, he, he just, gets finished yeah. uh, in the yeah. fifth round. It was just eventually he couldn't, he couldn't take any more damage. And then Rosenstreich ends him in the first at the very end. But those are two tough motherfuckers, you know? Like, yeah. if there was a Hall of Fame for power and, and you know hand strength or whatever the fuck, they'd be in there. The problem is Ty Toy Vasa is not honestly that far behind. He hits hard. Yeah. He's not, you know, he's sloppy in his technique. He's not great. But I did hear, you know, in, in 2021 after, or honestly, I think after that uh, Spivak loss, he switched gyms and he, I think, stopped. I don't know if it, he didn't stop drinking, but he, he got into better shape. He's, he's taking care of his body more. Uh, he's not partying as much because he was getting those bonuses, you know? Yeah. And when he knocked out Cyril Asker with the punt with the elbow and then the flying knee, uh, I remember he beat your brother James McSweeney back in the day in Australia. Yeah, man. So, so he, you know, and he, he's on a win streak again. You know, Harry Huntsucker, uh, Greg Hardy, and Stephen Struve aren't the best uh, the best wins. But you know, what are you going to do? They put him in there against you. They put you in there against them, and you get three first round knockouts. That's them, what you're dude. supposed to do. Yeah, overhand right counter hook. And a bunch of punches against Stefan Shrove. He's looked a lot better lately, man. And just because of that, it's even money. You know, ideally you'd think Sakai would be would be a slight lean, but obviously Vegas um, has a way. little bit has a little bit of a uh, confidence in Toivasa and his uh, regenerates re, re, regenerates rejuvenation. Um, yeah, resurgence is what I meant. Resurgence. There you re, go. We were re, both wrong. Re something. Re something. Um, Sakai could easily, you know, knock him out. Uh, I'm just going to go with Toy Vasa, man. I think he, he's more ready for a firefight if it were to happen. I think he's he's not – if it gets to round three, he's, he's probably fucked. You know? But they, they, bo- they both might be. Uh, yeah, I mean, so he's a two I'm going to go <laughs> – it's not supposed to go 15 minutes. So uh, I'm going to do what you did. I'm going to go with Toy Vasa, and I think I honestly might bet it. Yeah, this um, he might come out of retirement it. here. Uh, now, I, I'm the, TKO is plus 140, so it's not even worth it. So it would just right. be take the minus like 110. Parlay. Yeah, and just fire away because I, I do believe in I believe in Tuivasa's durability, and unless unless Sakai was a master grappler, that that would be a different situation. But I just you know I don't trust his hands. I mean, he's been he's tough. He, they're very similar, but I just I think Tuivasa is just above him. That's just my yeah. personal opinion. And like you said, nothing against Sakai. He's fought against two tough guys, but he was outclassed by Overeem, which you know Tuivasa would probably get outclassed as well. And uh, yeah. Rosenstruck was just they didn't neither he didn't throw anything in that fight though that was the concerning thing that whole first round he did not throw a punch basically and then eventually Rosenstruck said okay I'll just walk forward and knock them out uh, and I, I just worry that maybe the knockout against Overeem kind of uh, made him shell shocked and we'll see what version of Augusto Sakai shows up give me tied to Avasa Bruno Silva and Jordan Wright is that the next fight yep Beverly Hills Ninja Beverly Hills Ninja and uh, Bruno Silva. What uh, this is something I'm not really. I mean, this is minus minus three sixty five for Bruno Silva and the Beverly Hills Ninjas nearing a plus three hundred situation. So I'm excited for this one. Um, I mean, it's gonna be a good fight, think, but I'm just saying, like, yeah, like betting wise, uh, I don't think this probably stay away from it. I think Jordan Wright's a bit of a, a bit of a meme in a way. I don't know what it is about his feet. I, I can't really take him seriously. Um, you know, he had a pad at record. Like Villanueva was one of them. Um, Jamie Pickett, dude stinks. Yep. Um, he fought. He fights Joaquin Buckley and gets. Yeah, it comes out of the first round for the first time ever, and he gets fucking smoked. Um, Bruno Silva, man, he's done some serious damage. He, you know, he's not perfect, <laughs> that's for sure. Um, but you know, 
Andrew Sanchez, Wellington Terman. Well, even Andrew Sanchez, it's t- not great, but he's fucking tough, man. And they go in the third round and get a standing knockout. Uh, you know, he did what he had to do against Wellington Terman. Back in the, and even before that, when he had that layoff, uh, he fought Artem Froloff, uh, a young Russian who at the time was undefeated. And he kind of derailed his career after that, um, after that knockout. He knocked out Slomenko, too. So, you know, if it gets outside of the first, Jordan Wright is absolutely done. Uh, if it's in between the first and second round, and you're sitting there and you're looking at the Bavada live odds, whatever it is, it could be minus 500,000 for uh, Bruno Silva. You take him. Um, <laughs> yeah. Now, there is a chance he could also get caught in the first because Jordan Wright's a big motherfucker and he hits hard. I think he has some nasty submissions too. Not that uh, Bruno Silva does it, but he has been he has been submitted um, multiple times. He's also been, I think, finished a couple times. So, you know, it's not a lock. I don't, you know, I guess I do like the odds kind of, not enough to bet it. Um, I do think it's fair, but I think it's a little dangerous, a little tough sledding for the first for the first round. But I think he's going to come out maybe second, maybe mid first. I think he's going to find Jordan Wright's chin, and I think that's going to be it. Yeah, I'm staying away from this. I, I wouldn't play around uh, just because Jordan Wright is he's like you said, he's very tough and he's very fast, but he also, like you said, just that goes away very quickly. He's a hopper. Yeah, you know, he likes to yeah, hop he does around. Hop. So that, that I like it. That erodes very quickly. Uh, yeah, I mean Bruno Silva, like you said, probably inside a distance if you want to, if you really want to play around. But other than that, I really wouldn't uh, do anything too crazy. Andre Muniz and Eric Yaboy Anders. Uh, <laughs> I mean, this is like, yeah, uh, who cares? Uh, I'm trying to be respectful, of course. But uh, betting wise, I mean, the Andrew original was, fight definitely was better. Which was uh, I can't remember. Drickus right Duplessis. Yes. Okay. My, our boy, our boy, friend of the podcast. I um, like Muniz. You know, seeing what he did to Jacare was you that know, was kind of like scary. You're like, oh my god. Yeah. This guy can do that. I'm betting him. I just want to let everyone know that. Uh, but yeah, it's just Eric. Your boy is just he's like a one of those guys where you either win or lose against them. But you right. know, you know, what I, mean? I lose. I lose every time I bet him, and I lose every time I bet against them. So. Yeah, I'm I'm good, man. For the for the for what I would think the odds would be, you know, only minus one fifty five. I'm thinking, does Vegas think Eric Anders comes out here and you know, pieces up Mooney standing up for some reason? Like I I, I don't know. I, I haven't seen uh, too much of Mooney, so I, I think he's gonna win. I think he's gonna end up getting him to the ground. Uh, Submitted your Anders boy Fabinski. Don't forget that. Yeah, yeah. Anders has some good ground game. I think he's he, takedown defense wise. Um, so I think it might be a little tough for Muniz. Honestly, first round might be a little difficult, but I think Muniz is going to get the win here. I don't think I'm going to bet it because Eric Anders is definitely a weird uh, betting fighter. So I'll stay away that way, but I got Muniz's uh, submission. Wow. So I'm riding with you. I'm going Muniz. I don't know about the submission, but I, I wouldn't blame you for going and doing that. I mean, like you said, I, him snapping fucking Jacare's arm like that, that, that's another thing where you just can't get that out of your mind. And he's submitting, yeah. you know, he has three submissions since he's been on the, under the UFC banner, one of the contender series, and, you know, two actually in the UFC. So, yeah, give me Muniz. And uh, Eric, your boy, is not an easy out. So that's why the only reason I wouldn't uh, fire the, you know, any sort of inside the distance. Or, but very right. well. He very well could get finished. I mean, it's not like he's susceptible to being finished, but it's just it's not easy. I've seen this guy taking some shots, so. I mean, it was the clear round tree. But then he get knocked down like five times, six times, something like a crazy amount of times, and he just kept fighting. Yeah, something finished him, but you know, 
that was a fight of the night too. So he it wasn't it wasn't necessarily one sided. Miranda Maverick, Aaron Blanchfield, uh, the Maverick uh, steps in for Macy Barber, if I remember correctly, right? Yeah. Um, Barber got hurt. She pulled out of this, I think. And uh, yeah. So give me Miranda Maverick here minus one forty. But I think we lost on uh, Blanchfield the last time we were. Yeah, we, we did. Were, we were kind of trolling her. her. I, like we were, you know, we were making fun <laughs> of her. And I want to say I'm sorry. I do want to say, but it was Sarah Alpar. So let's, yeah. uh, you know, uh, let's, let's, uh, <laughs> we weren't exactly like we didn't say we, she was going to lose, though, do we? There's no way we said that. No, I think we just kind of made fun of her name. Her name's Erin, you know. We just kind of made fun of her, but <laughs> uh, I like her though. Uh, I, I I don't know why they're kind of putting Maverick Barber and her all against each other. For 125. Killing you know, the young girls, dude, for no him, reason. Put them against other people, you know? Um, Sarah Alpar again. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think Mavericks, um, I think she's tougher. Brogan Walker Sanchez. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck? That's not even a real person, honestly. So, <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, the, killer, the killer bee, dude. She's uh, fighting under the, the Invicta banner, dude. She just got a rear naked yeah, no choke against Emily King. She lost to Pearl Gonzalez in 2019. Yeah, that, that says enough. Pearl Gonzalez in BKFC now. <laughs> so so, so I think, is Mike Perry, dude. Yeah, so, so is Julian Lane. <laughs> platinum pussy, he was calling him, dude. Yo, come here, Platinum <laughs> pussy. He just drops the mic and starts WWE fighting him. What a, man, what a world uh, this is. Uh. <laughs> I got Miranda Maverick in a decision. I think she's just a little bit better everywhere. And I think she's tougher and stronger. Um, I like Aaron Blanchfield, but yeah, I think I think this is Maverick's time. Yeah, I'll just take uh, I'll take Maverick. I trust Maverick. I thought she won the Barber fight. I like you said, just more of a I trust her yeah. skill set more than uh, you know. I mean, she hasn't lost legitimately since 2019. She's knocked some fights out in here. You know, she was in like a tournament, and you know, like she's. Fought a lot She's of times. Since One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight fights since 2019. So you know, I'll take activity and give me yeah. Ma- give me Maverick. Not, I mean, Aaron Blanchard's been active too, but just give me Maverick. I don't need to tell you why. Give me Maverick. Ryan Hall, Derek Minner. I hate Ryan Hall. I'll be completely honest. I just hate he he pissed me off uh, with that Taporia fight, and he's just a guy who always is going to be able to just hang around. He's tough. And he'll find a way to just get these submissions and ruin your night sometimes. Uh, but uh, what, what do you what do you feel here? I, I don't like this fight at all. Um, minus two hundred. Yeah, minus two hundred for Ryan Hall. Oh uh, man. Um, yeah. So it's gonna be a scramble fuck fest, probably. Right? You know, like yeah. More than likely. Uh, you know, De- Derek Minner has had some good wins, uh, but he's also had some. Had to sneeze. Also had some bad losses. <laughs> you cut out. I was like, oh, no. I know. I, I had to. I had to. Uh, Ryan Hall, I think, isn't. I think he's done. Honestly, I think he's about to retire. Like he's almost forty. You know. Um, and in that fight against Ilya Taporia, it was just the most pathetic attempt at whatever. Like, yeah, he just was grinding over do, and over again. It's just... the, I mean, he did it like fifteen times to the yeah. point where my first round prop bet was like in danger because half the half the round was him on his fucking back playing fucking roly polioli like a fucking hairy bastard that he is so i think derek minner has more i think he's just got he just wants to be here you know i mean look at the guy he fights everywhere and anywhere um before the ufc he was just fighting in every single different 
organization he could be in. <laughs> like he, he beat Terrence McKinney in MCF in Iowa. Uh, he fought Clay Collard in some random place. He fought Kevin Kroom in LFA. Um, all these other dudes, he just fought in random, random organizations. He's just, he's just here to fucking, he's here to fuck shit up, you know? And the Charles Rosa fight was one of the first fights that didn't go the distance for him in ever, but let alone in the last five years. Um, and of course I had it not going the distance. So, and then he lost to Darren Elkins. So, you know, Derek Minner's not great. I don't, I don't want to, you know, say that, but I just really do not like your Ryan Hall. I've never liked Ryan Hall. No, um, that's the thing. It's, you know, I'm not gonna, I don't trust Ryan Hall and I'm definitely not going to trust him to the tune of minus 200 or anything. Yeah. Honestly, Derek Minner, you know, for being a big underdog, I, I, I think he still isn't worth a chance sometimes being an underdog because of how fucking he just, he's ready to get submitted or submit. And I don't like that, but you know, playing him here is not bad. Ryan Hall's got one foot out the door. Yeah. And he, you know, to give credit to Ryan Hall, he, a lot of guys have canceled on him. He's had a lot of fights scheduled that did wound up not coming through for this reason or that reason. But yeah, it, he just hasn't shown me enough since, I mean, 2019 was the Elkins fight. He's beaten BJ Penn, Gray Maynard, Artem Lobov, you know? I mean, what, yeah. and he gets smoked by Taporia, who was legit, but was, yeah. by no means. But this is a sad performance. This is a, more be- like, uh, I just don't understand a number. That, that's what I'm worried about. Is Minner the one who gassed? He, like, gassed out hard, right? The last time he fought? Against uh, Elkins? Uh, yes. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah. He had no nothing for him on the ground at all, and he just kept trying to do these submissions. And that, that's concerning to me. I don't trust either one. I would not bet this, to be honest, if I'm telling you. But I am going with uh, Derek Minner. And I will there continue to lose money on him. Ryan uh, – or Randy Costa. So, well, I just saw Ryan Hall and Randy. Randy Costa, Tony Kelly. Ugh. Yeah. Um, so what do you think about Tony Kelly <laughs> deciding to, instead of fly to Vegas from Louisiana, because that's, you know, makes sense. He didn't want to wear a mask, so he drove to Las Vegas from Louisiana. He's going to get smashed, isn't he? Uh, so to the problem with um, Randy Costa is he's so good, man. Like he has some really good skills. He was beating the shit out of Adrian Yanez, but then he gets hit a couple times and he just he, he doesn't like getting hit. And I think Tony Kelly's way more of a dog than Randy Costa. I just you know this could this could be a fight where you're like, yeah, my bet looks good, and then you know you look at your phone like, wow, I, I'm, I'm, I'm I lost the house. So I got Randy Costa. I think he's going to finish him. Yeah. Uh, I think the fight will not go the distance either way. Uh, I really hope he doesn't fucking let me down here because I think he should be able to beat Tony Kelly, uh, not handily, but you know, keep him at bay and keep him at, re- uh, at range and, and just get the win. So not really, Costa not a big submission guy, right? Uh, I'm not sure, honestly. Plus fourteen hundred on uh, <laughs> on the submission prop. So I imagine he's not known for his uh, elite uh, striking, or I mean, uh, grappling. I guess I don't know though. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm 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 riding with you. I'm going with uh, Randy Costa. He just, I mean, he had Adrian Yanez on the brink of death, and he just Yanez is tough as hell and just durable and as good as this division has to offer. <clears throat> Up and coming, just you know, we, we all trust Yanez, and you know, Costa came up short that night, but he showed he's he can hurt people and he's got skills. Uh, give me him. 
And uh, I like I like inside the distance as well. So it minus what is this one fifty? The just straight up minus one seventy. Yeah, that's that's fine. I'll take that any day of the week. And finally, and at, well, it would be firstly when we when we sit down on Saturday night to enjoy Priscilla Cachuera, dude, our girl, friend of the podcast. This is gonna be the fight of the night. And oh, she, she's a great star to the card, I, dude. I think I'm gonna miss it. Really? Um, it's at six thirty, or is it? I think it's six. It's gonna be pretty early because of so many how many fights there are. Uh, yeah, but they did have just one get canceled, but uh, really, who? It was um, Matt Schnell and Alex Perez. Oh, right, 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 right. Okay. Matt Schnell apparently was not happy. He, apparently, officials came over and looked at him, and he said he was fine. And they checked his pulse, and he said his heart rate was high because he had just weighed in, obviously. And they just stopped. They just told him he wasn't fighting. Kind of weird the way he explained it. Uh, I think Alex Perez is going to roll all over him. Uh, but maybe so, they helped him uh, out there. Yeah. So Cachoeira, I think you know she's so fucking easy to take down, man. You know, if, if Jillian Robertson is just just times it right, you know, doesn't just do some stupid shit and just takes her down whenever she throws a crazy right hand, she'll easily take her down and just sit on her. Honestly, if yeah. she wants, she probably submit her very easily. Uh, Jillian Robertson first round sub is not is not a bad play. I don't know what it is, but it's really not a bad play at all. Um, if it stays standing, she is fucked. Priscilla Cachoeira is probably going to kill her. Um, she did say after, you know, she made her UFC, UFC debut against Valentina Shevchenko, and she got absolutely just destroyed. And that ref, that ref needs to be fired. Um, and I think she said she lost, not the dog. She said another, it was another word, but, you know, she pretty much lost the dog in her after that fight. And she was just really, you know, uh, kind of at a crossroads in her career. She didn't, you know, know what she was doing next. And ever since then, she, you know, she's looked better. She has definitely looked better recently. Um so it's it's weird, man. You know, if it stays standing, she's she's easily going to you know outwork Jillian Robertson. Jillian Robertson is not like getting punched in the face, let alone you know breathe on. Um, so she takes her down easy. Uh, so I I think I'm going to go Jillian Robertson. I think it's the safer. She's the safer pick, which is not saying much, but um, I'm going to go first round sub Jillian Robertson rear naked. Wow, show. how about that? that? You came out of the. I thought you were going somewhere else with that. And just <laughs> drop that on us. I'm not. I'm not betting this. Plus three ten yeah. would would be nice hit, but I'm just not touching this. I have no interest in it. But if I'm gonna be honest with everyone, I probably will just fire Priscilla just for fun. I I just can't trust Jillian Robertson after some of the stuff we've seen. And Priscilla won us that lock of the century against Gina Mazzani, so I kind of owe her uh, to you know donate to the fund here yeah. at, after this. Uh, so that's it. UFC two sixty nine this weekend. Via pay-per-view, I'm not going to promote it. You guys can go find it if you want. Uh, crack stream, whatever you guys do. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but it's going to be a great fight, uh, fight card. I'm all, I can't wait. It's going to be awesome. There's going to be some ridiculous Connor tweets. It's going to be fun. The The press conference was awesome. It, it, you know, O'Malley and uh, Cody was fun. That, that seems like something they could do in the future if they, you know, could yeah, logically okay. be the next step. But we'll get into all that after. We'll have plenty to talk about after this weekend. Uh, looking forward a little bit. we got the uh, Chris Dawkins. And uh, was this uh, Derek Lewis? Am I, am I remembering it correctly? Next week, the 18th, and same with Wonder Boy and Bilal Muhammad. So you know, yeah, it's got a nice uh, you know year-ending uh, flight card to wrap us up. Uh, I'm trying to see what else is on this thing. A Sun Sal Simone, um, two Scamrot is getting in a, getting in a fight at the end of the year. Cub Swanson, Darren Elkins. 
jeez. Yeah. Uh, uh, Tito Ortiz and bu- Chuck Liddell? What the hell? <laughs> I, for, I wrote a bunch of stuff down. Um, so usually after the day after our podcast, I'll, I'll start a pod, uh, a new note. For uh, all the news and stuff? Yeah. And I have a bunch of shit in here. It's, it's a lot of fight um, fight news. Um, Saruki and Joel Alvarez. What the fuck, man? That's a banger. Oh, wow. Uh, you know, that's that's crazy. I didn't even see that. Wow. Jan Blakovich, Alexander Rakic. Yes, that's going to be a main event. Um, when? Do you know? Uh, yeah. I think it's March or March something. March 26th. Nice. Well, who you got in Same that? night. Uh, I'm going Rakic. Uh, I think I got I think I got Rakic. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I think. No, I... We have plenty of time, but right right now yeah, our only yeah. one is Rocket. <laughs> March Madness. By the, by that time, you know we'll be seeing uh, be seeing some March Madness. Hopefully, jumping off. Um, Jessica I gets her chance to get absolutely smoked by Menon Fioro. So I that's going to be awesome. Wait, circle the calendar, folks. March fifth, Jessica yeah. I loses an eye. Make sure um, you fucking uh, empty your bank accounts into your whatever gambling service you choose to use, and get uh, it done, I, dude. On here, I have Jared Vandera with a with a crying emoji. So I don't know what I meant by that. I think he might have got hurt. Oh my god! <laughs> just... not, not 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 like badly. Like I think he just pulled out of a fight. Uh, I think he's okay. <laughs> Vandera. <So, laughs> prayers up for Vandera. Um, Eagle FC is making a fucking push, dude. Hendon uh... Burrell, they just signed him. Tyrone Spong and Bigfoot Silva are headlining a main event in January. <laughs> are you kidding me, dude? Turn up. Yeah, um, that's going to be old guy FC pretty soon. Dude. So, so Khabib's uh, fighting organization at least might be better than one FC. So that's, you know. We're, yeah, we're making, I, I don't even progress. know what that is. I don't even know what you just said. <laughs> I, don't, I don't I don't acknowledge that organization as a real organization anymore. So, um, I, 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 This is the first thing I wrote. I, it's been a while. Um, possible rumors. I have to go back and find an article. But I'm pretty sure I saw a rumor of Dustin – Flirting with 170 if yes. he won. Yes. Okay. Uh, so that'll be interesting. That'll yeah. Be interesting. Um, I, I don't like it. I think he's in a perfect spot. You know, I don't like when guys make unnecessary moves. Um, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, Misha's Tate had a bunch of fractures after her fight. You know, I th- it's just time to time to stop fighting. Aspen I mean, Ladd now called talking shit to her, basically saying, Jesus "Let's do Christ. it, dude. You want to talk Aspen that Ladd shit? Get in there. Show up." To fight fucking Macy Chase on. All right. So yeah, let's just do that first. Um, Mokayev. Mok- Mokayev, the guy, the youngest fighter, he's making his debut against Cody. I don't hate Middle Easterners. Durden, March 19th. Yeah. Um, so Durden's about to get his. What did he say again? Back to where he came from. Yeah. Something like Asian. that. I don't know. Yeah. He I said, said middle, the only reason I said Middle East is because um, I believe. He got called out by a Middle Eastern woman fighter. Who I, I just can't. Yeah, the well, and Mohammed Mukayev is, is uh, what Belbita. I'm pretty sure I, a lot of people called him out. It's hard to keep track. Yeah, people so, were not happy about yeah. that. M- Mukayev is is definitely ready to to get shit done. Uh, he boss and Waterson. That's happening also in that March 26th card. It looks like yeah. a pretty good card. Um, also, the February 27th 27th card looks like it has a bunch of uh, Islam and Darius are going to be on there. Um, same with Sarukian and Alvarez. Um, also, Rampage Jackson calling out Shannon Briggs. Yeah, Fox. those two what were like think? arguing at the uh, triad thing. Jeez. Which did we ever talk about the triad thing on here? Frank Mir getting know. decimated by. Oh my. <laughs> oh my! Oh my God, dude, that was crazy. I, I hope he, ta- <laughs> he made as much money as he claimed because that was whatever it was was not worth it. I hope. I there's rumors that he still can't walk in a straight line after that. 
Uh, I wouldn't be surprised, yeah. dude. It's different no, when you get hit by them guys, man. It's, it's that different shit, hard. dude. <laughs> that was so scary. Um, <laughs> or, or Gucci and, uh, and yeah, Pettis. With, Sergio Pettis with the comeback of the year, maybe. Yeah, well, um, one. the knockouts of the year for Bellator, too. One shot. Or, or Gucci was fucking dominate, man. He really was. Yeah. He just, you know, it, it's not even like he, like, slipped up for a second. It was just the perfect shot. He just got, yeah, he just got caught, man. Yeah, he got yeah, eared, yeah, honestly. And it shit happens, man. That's why it's the craziest sport in the world. And good for Pettis. I don't know what they're, they're going to do a whole Grand Prix next, I think. That's just what yeah. they do at Bellator. It's, it's, it's kind of easy to follow, <laughs> though. I, I like it, though. I'm not, I'm not going to complain. It's like, oh, okay, this guy's fighting this guy. Now. Like, it went, especially they're when we don't know what's going on. I like Bellator. I really do. I enjoyed yeah, that fight card the other night. They need to get rid of the fucking name. Uh, what, it mean, what it means in Latin is awesome. I think it means like like blood war or something or something but uh the name the name is just i don't love it uh, i like i like it i like it it's just the the cage looks a little shit like corny but you know it's yeah. just oh it just honestly it's just the the level is not at the yeah they need more commentators the level's not at a ufc level you can just tell the difference yeah, in everything sure. so uh any any more news um, I didn't man, see any We got more. some boxing tomorrow. Yeah, there's Lomachenko um, and uh, Richard There was some Tommy. good boxing we missed. Uh, Stephen Fulton Jr. and Brandon Figueroa Jr., the uh, one with the hot sister yes. that I was telling you about. Yes. Uh, that fight was fucking awesome, man. They were just in the pocket the whole time, pretty much fighting in a phone booth. Yep. And uh, the Ar- same Arguing night, after the fight who won, like saying, I won right this, after, I won that. Like uh, in the, Right after the fight before that, it was on a different uh, – who the fuck was it? Oh man, this is killing me. Oh, it was, ta- it was um um Tank Davis, Teofimo, and George Cambosos. Oh wow, George Cambosos. Right. How about that? George huh? Cambosos Jr. Huh? Enemy of the podcast comes yeah. out here and beats Teofimo Lopez, and honestly, he won. He did. Yeah, he hey. took it to Teofimo. Yep. Um, and Teofimo after the fight, you know, said, "Oh, I got robbed. I got robbed." Looks like a fucking clown. Same with Brandon Figueroa. Yep. Said, you know, interrupting Stephen Fulton Jr., who just had his biggest moment of his career. He's from North Philadelphia also, Stephen Fulton Jr. is. So we are big fans of him over here. There you go. Um, but Brandon Figueroa interrupting him when he was talking and saying, I won, I won. Same thing that Teofimo did. Very lame, but two fucking amazing boxing fights. If anybody wants to go back and watch them, um, they were awesome. And then we got Lomachenko tomorrow against Richard, the communist commie. Jeez. Uh, I think I think he should. He's not from Russia. It's okay. Uh, I think he. Should, I think he should be able to win. Um, Minus we'll eleven hundred. So yeah, that, I di- hope so. that division is fucking. That that just that area, man. It, there's a lot going on. So we'll see what Lomachenko can do. He he is old. Needs uh, to bounce back. Really dude. Yeah, hundred percent. So uh, yeah, we'll see what he can do. Um, I don't know. I think Javante Davis fighting soon. Also, he's, no, he no, fought. He just fought. Yeah, he just fought. He just fought. Um, yeah. What's he, his name? Um, Cruz or Isaac Cruz or something like that. He Isaac uh, Cruz. Yeah, yeah. It was close. He, uh, it was a lot closer yeah. than uh, it should have been. The last six rounds, I believe, he fought with a broken left hand. That makes so, sense because uh, he um, and he won the twelfth. Surprisingly enough, with it, he did. Hey, man, Tank Davis. It, it just the boxing is just like why don't we just do it already? It, it's just uh, I'd like. Have those two fight each other. Like have the whoever the best is fight fight the the next guy. I'm just tired of like us dancing around and like oh this guy's gonna fight this guy then this guy then this guy and then maybe we can do the super fight. I get it's all Who's for, this for Tank and who Tank and maybe I don't know Ryan Garcia. Like they keep talking oh, about each other. He would and absolutely kill Ryan Garcia. That's what I'm saying. Like let's just do it. You know, like it, he he keeps talking about him after kill. the fights and like oh he's a YouTuber and he's this and he's that. It's, uh, speaking Javante of Davis is getting better. Speaking of YouTuber, how about 
Tommy uh, Fury pulling out of the uh, out of your fight, dude. Jay, you know, know. Jake Paul, go. Tyron Woodley. Now is is we're gonna redo it. How do you how do you feel about that? There's no Vada, no Vada testing for this. <laughs> oh boy, really? Yeah. So Jake Paul is gonna be fucking you juiced, juiced up. Gills, so dude. Tyron Woodley might too. I don't know how how big he is these days. Uh, if Tyron Woodley's fighting in this in this year of 2021, uh, if I were to bet, which I'm not, I would bet against him. He just has nothing. I mean, he's lost like how many rounds in a row? You know, like. So, I'm good, man. I'm good on watching that. I'm not going to go 100%. Unless I can get maybe a cheap ticket, but probably, even then, I, I just don't really want to see this, you know? Um, I'm saying yeah, uh, Frank Gore cares. is plus 135. Wow. On this, I, don't, huh. I don't know how accurate that is or what the deal is, but... <laughs> I don't know what the rules are. So, yeah, I think I got Deron Williams in that. Um yeah, yeah, I have a Deron I, Williams jersey. That's yeah, why. there you go. And Jake Paul is minus two fifty, two ten, two eighty two. A lot of different numbers here. Three hundred. He was like minus one three ten. I'm sorry, three ten. Yeah. So, yeah. What? What? If you get Woodley around plus two hundred, well, why not have a good time? But we'll, we'll talk about that all at next week. We'll have a, we'll have a little bit of a you know some fights to look forward to. Actually, it'll be yeah. the last fights of the year. So we'll start to actually, you know, we're going to be organized again. Triple G forward. fight got canceled. If you saw that, uh, yeah, first fight Murata. Third, third time against Murata. Yeah, yeah. If you're trying to do that, gonna in Japan, it's too. not going to happen. They run that back, man. He's going to, uh, they try to fight. Yeah, just let me know. Is Devin Haney and George Cambosis fighting? Or is that just a, uh, like, uh, uh theoretical fight? Cause they have a couple of, no, uh, Devin Haney did just fight. Uh, who did, fuck did he just fight? Devin Haney did just fight. God damn it. I don't know who it is or who it was. I think he just fought and looked good or he's about to fight. But that whole 130, 135 scene is, is looking really good, man. Um, so, yeah, I can't. Oh, no. It'll be some good boxing in UFC to round out the year. There you go. And uh, Other than that, I think I'm, I think I'm all newsed out. I think I am too, and I think our phone's starting to cut out here. So I think it'll be a good time oh, no. to get get the people out of here. And uh, let them go. Yeah. Let them hit the apps. Let them fire their bets in there. Let them. Uh... Prizepicks.com. Let's try it out this weekend. I'm giving it a whirl. Yeah. There you Prize go, dude. Prizepicks.com. Take the over. Take the under on a arbitrary number they give you. You can mix sports. You take the over on Patrick Mahomes passing yards. You take the under on Jillian Robertson's punt, uh, total strikes. There you go. Wow. Um, and if they want to give us some money next week, we will talk about it again. But yeah. You know. And. Uh, so I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna try that. You know, I'm gonna lose money on there too. It's just another cipher to take my money. It's all. It yeah. Is. Why not? Why not, not dude? Someone's got to take it. <laughs> exactly. I'm not taking it to the grave. All right. Yeah, dude. Someone's got to take gra- it. And the grave might be coming soon. So I'm trying to spend all this money. Put it back uh, into the economy, baby. Uh, <laughs> Priscilla Cachuera, baby. Money line. Uh, no. So I don't know what I haven't finalized my bets for for UFC tomorrow, but I'm not gonna go crazy, crazy. You know, I just I just moved. And this rent is uh, not cheap. There you go. <laughs> to say the least. Uh, it's definitely not cheap. So we'll see, though. Um, Money management, you know, dude. It's more about the knowledge and the picks that go. you're giving us, dude. It's what, you know, I, think we can, I think we can definitely attack this. At, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll definitely talk tomorrow. There you go. Uh, we'll, we'll, hit the, we'll hit the session tonight. We'll, we'll hit the lab, have a, have a little grind session in the lab. Uh, pause. And then we'll, we'll get to work. <laughs> all righty, boys. And we will talk to – and girls. We'll talk to you all next week. Uh, Dawkus and uh, Derek Lewis and the breakdown of this uh, incredible card. So there you go. Diamond.